Capital Market Insights from ICMA. Hello, this is Mushtaq Kapasi, Chief Representative for ICMA Asia Pacific. This podcast episode will summarize highlights from the third quarter 2023 ICMA quarterly report relevant to the Asia Pacific region. I will cover the following four topics. Sustainable finance taxonomy developments in Asia, the ICMA Global Repo and Collateral Forum survey on the Chinese repo market, the Singapore consultation on ESG rating and data providers, and China's property market and related bond market dynamics. First, taxonomy developments in Asia. The ASEAN Taxonomy Board released the ASEAN Taxonomy for Sustainable Finance version 2 in March 2023. This provides further guidance on the two approaches proposed in the version one. For the principles-based foundation framework, guiding questions, decision trees, and use cases have been provided. For the PLUS standard, with quantitative metrics and thresholds, technical screening criteria for the energy sector in both green and amber categories are presented. In Hong Kong, HKMA published its prototype taxonomy and annex in May 2023 for public consultation until the end of June. As the first phase, the paper works out the internal structure, core elements, and key mechanisms of a taxonomy for Hong Kong. It is a framework to classify green activities and is based on the common ground taxonomy, which is a comparison made by the IPSF on the EU taxonomy and China's green bond endorsed project catalog. And in Singapore, after three rounds of consultations on the taxonomy developed by the Green Finance Industry Task Force, the Monetary Authority of Singapore launched a new public consultation in June 2023 on criteria for coal phase out in its taxonomy. It proposes technical screening criteria at both facility and entity level for managed early phase out of coal fired power plants. Early coal phase out will not be classified using the traffic light system of the Singapore Asia taxonomy, but will be considered separately under the taxonomy. It proposes that investments towards early coal phase out will be eligible as transition finance. The second topic is ICMA's Global Repo and Collateral Forum survey on China's onshore repo market. Following recent discussions, in May, the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, HKMA, on behalf of the People's Bank of China, PBOC, shared a series of questions with ICMA on the Chinese onshore repo market. The PBOC is interested in gaining insights into members' appetite and criteria for accessing this market. ICMA leveraged the newly established GRCF to launch a short online survey to gather feedback on the questions, and this was subsequently passed on to HKMA, a summary of which has been presented to the GRCF. The third topic is the Monetary Authority of Singapore's consultation on ESG rating and data providers. Again, in June 2023, MAS launched a consultation on an industry code of conduct for ESG rating and data providers. Based on the IOSCO's recommendations and call for action paper, Singapore's code will cover best practices on governance, management of conflicts of interest, and transparency of methodologies and data sources, including disclosure on how forward-looking elements are taken into account in the products. 
MAS intends to make the code voluntary in the first phase and may develop it into the local regulatory regime when there is greater regulatory convergence globally. In the consultation, MAS notably seeks views on whether external reviewers, such as second party opinions, should be scoped in as ESG data products under the code. And the fourth topic for this podcast episode, recent developments in China's property market. China's property market has experienced dramatic fluctuations over the past few years, with ongoing industry risks attracting global attention. The following is taken from an article submitted by China Chengxin Rating Agency. Since the second half of 2020, net financing of offshore bonds by property developers has shown a net outflow trend. In 2021 and 2022, the net financing outflows of onshore bonds by property developers were equivalent US dollar 30 billion and US dollar 7 billion respectively. As of end of 2022, the onshore and offshore credit bonds of property developers involved in liquidity distress accounted for about 43% of the total credit bonds of all property developers, with the vast majority being private enterprises. Regulatory authorities have supported private enterprises in resuming bond financing, for example, by setting up credit enhancement methods, such as credit default swaps and credit risk mitigation warrants, otherwise known as CDS and CRMW, though these have had a limited effect on the restoration of bond valuation due to the limited proportion of credit enhanced bond issuance compared to the total bond market size in the onshore market. In the same period, some property developers trapped in financial distress began comprehensive debt restructuring in the public market. Considering that the scale of property developers' onshore and offshore bond maturities are further increasing in 2023 at around 140 billion US dollar equivalent, and the peak of debt maturities concentrated in the second half of the year, it is expected that more property developers will launch debt restructuring plans in the short term to avoid cross default. For more detailed information and analysis on any of these topics, please refer to the full ICMA quarterly report available on our website, icmagroup.org, or feel free to contact me, Mushnak Kapasi, or your ICMA representative directly. Thank you very much for listening and wishing you a peaceful day ahead. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.